Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Guys, let's talk about coming before we start my episode. (laughs) Do you feel like you're always ready to come before your partner? I know that that's true because there really is an orgasm gap. It's a fucking fact. Men come quicker than women. That's the problem. It exists. And what's the solution? My sponsor, Promescence delay spray it's not just for guys with pe anymore promescent delay spray is for every guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed because this delay spray is not going to numb you out it's not going to transfer to your partner it's just going to take the edge off so you could wait until your partner comes okay and your partner is going to be super duper happy they also have a warming gel for girls and it's fucking hot And when I say hot, I mean it's hot like it feels hot down there. Okay, so get the warming gel. It's my personal fave. They have lube and condom and supplements that make men and women horny. They have everything. All you have to do is go to delayspray.com. Use my code strictlyanon15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's delayspray.com, strictlyanon15 for 15% off. Or just click the link below in the description and 15% off will be automatically applied at checkout. Promescent backed up the products with a 60-day money-back guarantee and your package is going to arrive discreetly so no one's going to know what the fuck you bought. Okay, so enjoy and now back to the episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. (laughs) I don't know why I'm singing. (laughs) I'm fucking singing and talking at the same time. Anyway, if you're on social media, please follow me. I need followers on my social media. I, I really do post posts and stuff. I like social media now. I never used to do it for my show, but I like it now. So follow me on Instagram right now. Go to your app. Follow me. Uh, what am I? Oh, at, <laughs> at strict anonymous. You could do that on Twitter too. You could like me on Facebook if you're still on that dead fucking site. I hate it. Um, if you're on YouTube, which I love, I love YouTube. Okay. Uh, make sure to subscribe to my channel. I, I can't get, I can't make money in ads there, but I don't care. What I love about YouTube is the fact that everyone posts comments and I could have conversations about my episodes. I really do love hearing from my listeners. I say that all the time, but it's really true. I love to know 
who's listening to my shows? Like I always get these emails like, hey, I'm a trucker and I drive across country and I listen to your shows and I love it. Or I'm like a mechanic and I sit in my garage and listen to you. I love those kind of stories, right? And I get people saying that kind of stuff on YouTube. I mean, people email directly and tell me that, but they do that on YouTube and I love that. I could have actual conversations with you, the listener, which I love. If it wasn't for you guys, my show wouldn't exist, right? Um, also, if you were on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. You get the episodes early. They just pop up into your phone. Um, if you can, write me a review. I love really good reviews. Always really helps the show. If you want to support my show, uh, I've been doing it for seven years. I never really made a dime off of it, but now I'm trying to. Uh, and I am. And there's a Patreon page I set up. The lowest tier is $3 a month. And it's you know, not a lot. And basically at that tier, you're supporting my show, which is fucking awesome. And you also get though, any part twos that I have of my guests, um, anonymous pics of my guests. Okay. As well as you get these episodes on Friday at noon instead of Sunday at 8.30 PM. Um, there's also a pantyhose tier. If you are into pantyhose, go fucking there and sign up. There's a whole bunch of sh things going on there. You get exclusive episodes. Now you're getting more than one exclusive episode. There, sign up, that's $7. And if you want to talk to me, but you don't want it to be aired, you want it to be on the down low, I am available for that. It's 45 minutes, it's $65. Sign up through PayPal, it's easier, but you could also sign up through Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Links to all of this shit is below in the description as well. <laughs> um, oh wait, what else do I have to say? I'm not taping people right now, but if you're a girl or you have a story that you think is super interesting and that one that I haven't heard before, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today I have on a guy named JD. JD is 23, okay, and in a polyamorous relationship with a 60-year-old couple. That's not a salacious headline. That's the fucking real deal. That's exactly what's going down in this kid's life, okay? There's something really funny that happens within, like, I would say the first 15 minutes or maybe so of this uh, podcast that you need to listen for. I really, at one point, I think he's jerking off. You need to tell me if you think he is, so especially if you're on YouTube. Comment below. I mean, I call him out. You'll know exactly when it happens and because I'm like, what the fuck are you jerking off? It's a really funny part of the episode. But his story is fascinating. Like I said, he's 23. He met this young, I mean, this old, he's young. He met this way older couple. The first day they meet, they're like in the movie theater hooking up. I mean, the movie theater scenario was the one that I thought he was jerking off to. You might be jerking off to that situation too. I don't know. But uh, so he talks about their first meeting and how they hooked up in the movie theater. And then, it, you know, they wind up living together and the guy is gay and she's bi and they barely sleep together, but they all sleep together. They hire escorts. They have like multiple people sex. They all sleep in the same bed. He's like really in love with them. Eventually they move away. They're like not around anymore because I don't know. He explains the whole thing, but he's like living in their house and they're fully supporting him. And I don't know. It's a whole situation going on. It's a, but it's it's like a love affair. I mean, he's really in love with them. They're they're like having a long distance relationship, and he has no intention of leaving that long distance relationship. Who sleeps with who? How do they make it work? What do you mean the guy's gay? But is he bi? Yeah, he's bi actually. <laughs> anyway, these are all the questions that get answered in this episode. It's really interesting. So stay tuned for JD. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, hey, JD. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Um, so, JD, you're in an interesting relationship, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> when I got your email, I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I don't think I've heard this one before. You're a guy who's in a polyamorous relationship, right? But you're not... The per like a lot of times I'm, I've talked to other polyamorous couples, right? But it's always the couple. It's not the third person, the quote unquote unicorn, right? That they got in to come into their relationship. You are the person, you're like a single guy that got involved with a couple, right? And then had a polyamorous relationship with them. Correct? Yes. yes. Okay, so let's get fucking to it. Because aren't they kind of way older than you or something? I feel like there's, I forget the exact details. You have to remind me. They, they are. They um, <laughs> uh, they're right now. They're actually um, in their sixties. Right. And I'm um, twenty three. Yeah, so, way um, older. 
guess much much way older um yeah so i guess uh i guess everybody wants to know how i how i met them how, how yeah how start them. please start from the beginning i mean how does a 23 year old guy wind up in a polyamorous relationship with a 60 year old couple um well i guess the, i guess you can it started when i was in high school when mm-hmm. i was a senior in high school mm-hmm. um well I well the year before actually I applied to a, um, all these different schools out of state. Um, I kind of wanted to uh, go to a school that's far away from from my mom. Mm-hmm. So, so I applied pretty much everywhere that's far away. <laughs> On and, the other side, as far away as you could get from your parents. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So I got accepted to a school out west. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, now that I'm going to be on my own, uh, I was I was kind of thinking. Well, first off, I've always had um, a desire to be in a polyamorous relationship. I've always been known that I was bisexual. Even at a very young age, I've always had an attraction to to both men and women. But I guess you can say my desire for, for like a poly relationship started when I saw saw this um, TV show. I don't even heard of called Big Love on HBO. Yeah, I've heard of Big Love. I never watched it, but I totally heard of it. I mean, it was kind of like came out, you know, before you know, this was so acceptable, right? It was like sort of ahead of the yeah. time. Yes. Basically, it's about a show where a man has three wives. Mm-hmm. And I was just watching the show and it's like, that's exactly what I wanted. It's like, but only instead of um, a man sharing three wives, it's my desire has always been one wife sharing three by husbands. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is, it was, it's always been something I've always thought um, I was something I've always wanted, but I didn't, I didn't really think it was possible. Yeah. So as I as I was 18, um, looking uh, ready to go to a college far away, I just thought, you know, what are the chances that there could be a couple out there that could be looking for a relationship with someone on another by male? So I just happened to basically go on Craigslist in their personals. This is back before when um, it was still around. Was still around. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked at. Uh, uh, in the area that was near my school, and to my surprise, I actually found Bill and Lindsay's personal ad. And I must have read it a hundred times because almost everything they said was exactly what I wanted. I was something that everything that actually I been dreaming about. Mm-hmm. They, in their ad, they, they basically said that they were a mature couple, that they were transitioning to a new part of their life, and they wanted to include another by Mayo that they want to go date, fall in love, and even possibly be part of their family. And I just couldn't believe what I was reading because that's exactly what I've been wanting for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And in their ad, there's just one word that they're using. It just it just really got to me. They, I don't know if you know the word polyandry, but basically... No, what is that? Means, it just means um, a woman having multiple husbands. And the moment I read that in their, in their post, I was just like, that, that's, this is the couple I got I to gotta answer right away. Yeah. So I basically wrote this really long email to them. I pretty much poured my whole heart into writing this email, telling them everything about me. I was being really honest. I told them that I was still in high school, that I was going to be going to this school near them in the fall. And, you know, I know that they were a white couple, and I'm, and I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm actually, I'm actually an Asian male. Mm-hmm. I remember so you telling little, me that in your email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was kind of a little worried. Uh, maybe they had a pre- they, that wasn't their preference. Mm-hmm. But I, I just basically wrote this really long email, just, just trying to make the case that I, I was the one that they were looking for. When I sent it out, I checked the next day, and I discovered that their ad that would, that they put up was basically closed or it was gone. It was done, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I waited for a week, two weeks, nothing happened. It wasn't until like the third week that I finally got their email, and I was just completely shocked. I didn't really expect them to answer. And they said that they read my entire <laughs> really long email and that they really were touched by what I had said. And we started getting in touch from there. We started doing little email exchanges. We finally talked on the phone for a little bit. And I was basically completely honest with them. I'm still 
not living in the state that they're living at at the time. But, you know, we wanted to basically just, you know, feel each other out and you know, see how this went. Mm-hmm. So around fall time, when I finally attended classes, I have to say it was maybe about a week or two weeks when I finally settled in classes that they finally, um, we finally got a chance to meet. Now, before you met, did you guys um, exchange pics and stuff? I'm assuming. We did. We mm-hmm. did. Uh, we did. We did a few FaceTime. Um, so yeah, they, they, they knew who, what I looked like. Right. And you we, knew what they looked like. Yes. So yes. were you attracted to them? I'm assuming you were. I, I was actually, um, they, they're, both of them were really good looking for, especially for their age. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, who was this really tall, uh, muscular, retired army, um, just was really good looking. Lindsay, who is fairly slim, blonde hair, very slim for and very good looking for her age. I mean, I, I just I didn't really need to have pictures to know that they were really attractive people, and they probably could have picked anybody. And other, my other quick question is: Did you did you always know that you were interested in an older an older couple, or did was it just the like was if was the fact that they were older just a part of something that you would just accept or was it something that you actually was into? I, I have to really phrase that properly. Wait on it. Like, were you into them because they were older or you were into everything other, all the other stuff that they said. And then the fact that they were older was just okay with you because everything else was so right on the money. Or did you have like a fetish for people way older than you? Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. No, I won't say I had a fetish, but it didn't it didn't bother me that they were right. much older than me. Okay, cool. Um, in fact, it, the fact that they were a little bit older than me was really not an issue at all. Right. Okay, cool. It wasn't like a thing, though, either. That's what I was getting no, at. It no. wasn't like a fetish where you were looking for someone way older. It just so happened that the one couple that was exactly on the same page with you happened to be way older. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you go to school. Two weeks into it, you guys meet. Let's start back there. Okay, so actually, <laughs> that could actually be a story onto its own. Yeah. Um, our first encounter. Yeah. Um, so okay, so um, well, we agreed to go to this coffee shop early in the morning, um, and I remember that morning being raining, and so basically, I, I just and I basically just ran out of the house. I wasn't really dressed properly, but I got to the coffee shop first, uh-huh. and not too long, they both uh, Bill and Z walked in, and I remember the first time seeing them in person. How when Lindsay walked in, the the sun must have broken through the clouds and shining behind her, and her blonde hair was glowing. And I, I could have swore she looked like an angel. <laughs> right, right. And and Bill was just this handsome man walking towards me. He he was dressed really nicely, very neatly. And I just, just, I couldn't believe that they were real. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to talking. I mean, I basically. Listen, let me just tell you what everyone's going to say underneath this on YouTube. They're going to say, basically, basically, basically. You say the word basically a lot. <laughs> okay. Try not to base- say basically so much. If you can. Listen, I say certain things all the time too. Like everyone has their thing. You know, I'm just telling you, you say a word. Try and not say basically every other word. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Go um, on. So, um, 
we got to talking at the coffee shop and I think I really think we were hitting it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about pretty much everything. Um, they, they wanted to know about my, my past history as a, as a bisexual. I talked to, I asked them about Bill's history mm-hmm. and uh, Lindsay's career as a photographer. Um, I just remember, you know, like some way, part ways around, we started, I was just starting to flirt a little bit with Bill and Bill was starting to flirt a little bit with me and Lindsay was just in the middle watching us flirt and there was just, there's definitely a real chemistry between us. Let me ask you um, this real quick and I, I, I'll remember where we were. Um, What was your history and past with, with men and being bisexual? Um, well, I've, I've actually had a few, um, male partners, but I've only had one female partners, but none of them were really like long-term relationships. They were just one-time things or a few time things, but nothing was, that's was real serious, but I've had, I've had sexual partners with both men and women. Okay, cool. All right. So you felt like you were flirting with him and she was watching. So we were, we were really flirting for a good 30 minutes mm-hmm. and I don't know, but I kind of dropped this little idea with them. The coffee shop that we were in, in St. Paul, there was actually a movie theater. And the only reason why I, <laughs> I dropped this suggestion is because it was something that I actually had done, I'd done with a guy I'd been seeing earlier. I suggested maybe the three of us go to this movie theater together. Mm-hmm. And we did. We chose a movie that we were sure that no one was going to be watching. When we went in, the theater was basically empty, and we kind of sat in a blind spot away from the door where no one really could see. When the lights went dark, that's kind of when we, three of us, got handsy with one another. Were you sitting in between? Like, what was the seating I, arrangements? Were you? I was, I was. I was sitting in between them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's just say, to make it easier for them, I stripped off my entire clothes and I was basically buck naked sitting in between them. Oh my God. Are you an exhibitionist? No, no. I actually, I don't. <laughs> You're just really naughty. I mean, to be totally naked, I could see if you like unzip your pants and do it on the, but you, to take off all your clothes in a public place where anyone could walk in at any time, maybe right. Like is kind of, you know, you might have a little bit of an exhibitionist and you like, you maybe you know, cause you could get caught, right? And it wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't have time that, to put your everything on, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was part of the fun yeah. of, of that. I actually did that before um, with someone, so I kind of had a little courage to do it again. Yeah, no, but, that's ballsy and naughty. So there you are, totally naked in the movie theater, in between this couple, and what goes down? We were making out to start. Mm-hmm. Then I went down, basically I, I went down on Bill mm-hmm. and Lindsay was basically watching, mm-hmm. just uh, still touching me, feeling me up. And <laughs> this is so funny and so cute. I, maybe not, maybe not to other people, but. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear. So just maybe, I want to say maybe less than two minutes of going down on Bill Bill basically shoots his load in my face. Mm-hmm. And he basically, basically felt so embarrassed by that. He kept on saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to, to, to not warn me. To me, I just thought it was so cute the way Bill was just saying how sorry he was. Right. He and was being he, thoughtful. I, <laughs> I I didn't mind at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, basically, we... we are you jerking um, off? No, I'm not. What's that not. noise? What's that fucking nervous. noise? I'm just a little bit nervous. Okay, actually... I hear something oh. moving back and forth really fast. I'm like, please, I just can't have you anyone jerking no, off while they're talking to me. Okay, I'm, I'm actually a little nervous holding the phone. That's that's. Okay, I heard something moving fast, okay? So, I, you know. No, I'm actually just moving the phone a lot. I'm, okay. I'm really nervous. Okay, don't okay, don't jerk the phone off and don't jerk your dick off. Okay, just tell me the story. I, I, I jerk totally off not. when you I listen don't. to the story later. Okay. No, I, I, that's why I want to hold it down because I'm actually really nervous talking about this. Okay. 
Okay, is it all right to put some try to put it down, put the phone down? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna try to put put it down right here. Is this okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I really am. It's my my hands are really nervous. I've I've never stop told over explaining. Don't worry. You okay? Keep going. Okay, so she was just loading. He was just being so cute, and from there, I think we just you know uh, we sat there together. I was just you know sitting there naked. We we're talking for a little bit, and you know they decided you know they want to invite me to their house on the weekend, and I said yes. Did you do anything to the woman, or just no? She just watched. No, she. It was uh, Lindsay. At Lindsay actually likes to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess I should, I guess I kind of should explain a little bit more about Bill and Lindsay's backstory first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Bill and Lindsay's story starts in Kentucky. Um, Bill was a young cadet in a military academy and really gay. And Lindsay, who was living in the town that was nearby this, uh, this academy, and this is her own words, not mine, but she kind of views herself as a, as a town tramp. Mm-hmm. So one night while Bill was on a weekend pass, um, Lindsay was actually being gang raped by four men. Mm-hmm. So Bill basically beats the shit out of those four men, takes Lindsay to the hospital, and from that point on, he's been by her side ever since. Oh, wow. Okay, so he caught that happening in action by accident, yes. whatever, rescued yes. her, and then she wind, they wind up dating, getting married. He was yes. gay, though, and then, but he actually... Was, he was gay, and Lizzie knew right away that he was gay, um, but that really didn't matter to her. Um, she's told me that Bill was the first man has ever treated her good mm-hmm. and and basically they kind of had this arrangement in their marriage um as a gay man in the military Lindsay provided cover for him and because of that he was able to rise through the ranks and retire at a really high rank for Lindsay, bill provided security and stability in her life that she never really had but did they have sex so some part of their arrangement is uh lindsay wanted to have a son and along with wanting to have children they were supposed to have really sex on their anniversary so um what happened was um they didn't get a chance to have a son they instead had three daughters um, this may be too much information, but, but one of their daughters passed away very young. Lindsay also had, uh, quite a number of miscarriages, but by that point, I think they stopped trying to have children. But as far as how often they had sex, they almost really never had sex, uh, only on, only on their anniversary. But how, how, who was she being intimate with? Like he was gay, right? So was he having sex with men and she was having sex with other men too? I mean, what was going on no, with them if they weren't having sex with each other? So, so, um, Lindsay is straight. And since they, since she met Bill, she actually never strayed with anybody else. So she had um, one sex once a year with him. Yes, uh, not in maybe there'd be some years where he she doesn't have sex at all. Um, he ha- he's been deployed overseas uh, quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she according to, according to Lindsay, she's been very faithful to Bill. So she's just not that into sex. I mean, who could go all, uh, no, years he, without sex? She just jerked uh, off all the time. No, she she's she's always wanted to have sex, but I think she. Um, like I said, in her past, she's been very promiscuous at a very young age. Um, she really got beaten almost an inch to her life. And Bill saved her. And I guess she was just basically... Maybe the you know, trauma of that situation made her not as interested as in sex. Or maybe she, you know, she, the safety of not having to do it with him all the time was kind of maybe safe for her. No, she's she's always been interested in sex, 
It's just, I think she wanted to be faithful to Bill. Um, and Bill, who, who's very guarded about his sexuality, especially being in the military with the whole don't ask, don't tell, was very, very secretive about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I do know that Bill, he's had um, he's had sexual encounters with men, just not many. Mm-hmm. But, but um, it was it really wasn't until I showed up then that both Lindsay and Bill were really more sexually active. Okay, so they their whole what? How old were they when they met? Um, Bill was I want to say he was nineteen. Lindsay was a little bit older. I think she was like 26 or 27. So they were together till their 60s. And before that, they had sex maybe six times in their whole life. Like, I mean, so they're throughout all those years. They only fuck once a year until she's like 60. And then they decide to start having fun. <laughs> uh, there, there was definitely a lot of, um, in between. The, well, they did have, they did try to have um, children. But um, through through uh, events, uh, they stopped. Um, Bill was deployed. Uh, he did serve in both Iraq wars, the first one. And right, the so he one. wasn't around a lot and stuff. Okay, yeah. I don't want to harp on this, but I don't know. It just seems odd to me. Um, but you know, it's you know, I don't know. But then they all, and then they go online looking for a guy for. Him, yes. but also for a girl, a guy for her, right? Like all of a sudden yes. she's sixty in menopause, and now she wants to fuck. Yeah. You, okay. Well, they again. They were Bill was starting to starting his semi retirement, mm-hmm. and they were starting a new. They they were just basically ready to start a new life, and they wanted to bring another person into their family. Yeah. So they put this ad out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he wanted her to be with men too, right? Do you wind yes. up, I mean, you you went into this whole backstory on them because I had asked you well, whether you were going to fool around with her too, right? Yeah, so you well, did, uh, yeah, right? I want okay. So yeah, I, I do want to, I do want to explain a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, Bill and I connected really quickly. We were very sexual right, almost right away. Um, but when it came with, uh, me and Lindsay, it was a little bit, um, slower. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't until maybe a month or two months that we finally, finally were, Lindsay and I were, uh, sexual with one another. But during that time, we actually had a lot of threesomes. Um, Lindsay was very comfortable having sex with me as long as Bill was there. So we've, we've, we've been having threesomes since we, since we met, since, uh, after that coffee shop, uh, the movie theater um, experience. But when it came to spontaneous sex uh, or just sex with just one or the other, um, Bill and I, we, we did that quite often. It just wasn't until months later that Lindsay felt a little bit more comfortable being a little bit more intimate just with me. Mm-hmm. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it went down. So, but when was your first threesome with them at their house? After yeah, it, the movie it, it theater? was pretty much right away. Um, uh, we um, we saw each other on pretty much every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the the school that I was attending actually wasn't really close to their home. It was actually fifty miles away, so it was a bit of a commute. So you would just see them on the weekends. I'd just see them on the weekends, but by a time about a month into it, I just you know they they suggested that I basically move in with them and so I did so now and you're commuting back to from school back and forth every day for a three fifth fif, like an hour each way so yeah like that mm-hmm okay but but um we basically were living together we were spending a lot of time having a lot of sex we were basically um boyfriend and girlfriend uh for I want to say a year two years it wasn't really until when this COVID thing happened that we were all locked in we couldn't really go out we couldn't go on vacation that we kind of started about talking about maybe 
making sharing vows mm-hmm. because during that time when it was just the three of us, it was we actually felt we felt comfortable doing this. We we didn't we actually got along really well. We weren't at each other's throats. It just kind of made sense that that we wanted to make this a little bit more permanent. So we we did talk a lot about maybe exchanging vows. It would never be legal. It would just be a a promise with the three of us. Mm-hmm. But um, right now at um, at the beginning of the year, Bill got a job back east, and because of the nature of his job, um, only Lindsay can go with him, and I'm basically back here basically at their home and basically stop with the basically oh my god you just said it five times in one sentence i'm sorry it's okay i'm I'm pretty sure i'm not a very good interviewer no no please stop i cut a lot of this kind of stuff out of everyone's episode um you did tell me though that their daughters know about you when yes. in the time, because you're already you're jumping to the end where like, you know, you guys split up and you're, this is long distance at this point, but in the middle while you're having threesomes and all this is going on, like, how does it happen that their daughters find out about you and how long, because you saw them for years, right? Yes. We've been together for four years. Right. Okay. So how do, how does it happen that their daughters find out or they tell them? Well, or they've, their daughters always known that their, their dad was gay. It's. There, there, there are several reasons why. Um, some of it has to do with that. Um, in case they needed to cover for their dad, they can maybe provide an alibi for certain things. But they have been very, very honest with their their two daughters about their dad being gay, and they knew right away who I was when when we first introduced. So it was never really hidden to them. So, but did they know that you were also, I mean, because it's one thing to know that your dad's gay and now, okay, this is like his boyfriend, but did they also know that you were having a relationship with the mother too? They do. They, they, they're very, they know everything about right. what their, dad, their mom and dad are doing mm-hmm. and they're fine with it. I, I get along well with both of them. Yeah. Are um, they around I, your age? No, they're, they're actually um, a few years older than me. I mm-hmm. think um, their oldest is eight years older than me. Right. Um, but uh, they have families of their own. They actually have grandchildren and which I, I, I play with them. I get along well with their family. We, we, all of us, we get along really well. Mm-hmm. But do, uh, but nobody else besides the immediate family knows about you. Everyone no, else. And, no. and, and they're the only one. And so nobody else in their family knows that he's gay and she's his beard. I mean, yeah. So, um, so Bill is very guarded about his sexuality mm-hmm. because of his nature of his job. Um, the people that he worked with, the neighbors or very close friends don't know that Bill is gay. Um, so we, I guess you can say we kind of developed personas for certain situations, whether it be public situations mm-hmm. or private situations. Right. Um, and when, when we're dealing with friends that come over that don't know our situation immediately i'm always referred to as the college student that's renting a a house out back right and we basically just uh play that role we basically act as that was the case Mm -hmm. um when we're in public and with strangers or people we don't know uh because of the age difference but because i'm asian and, and they're white. It just felt it was just easier that we just tell strangers that that oh they're they're my adopted parents and I'm their adopted son. Um, we we definitely get a lot of curiosities our way, especially when we go to restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, many times when when we would sit at a booth, I would be sitting with Lindsay on one side of the booth and Bill on the other. And when Bill would go up to use the restroom, the waitress would come by and would wonder why I, I was sitting next to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So it's not until Bill shows up and, and I guess they kind of realize, oh, we're, we're probably a family. 
Right, and that's the way you would play it because you look so much younger. But the it's, but the daughters knew, and and the daughters knew. Gay. I mean, when you have threesomes, what exactly is going down? You're fooling around with the both of them, but they're not really fooling around with each other. Like what sexually? It, like what happens exactly? So, so mostly it is a, a three way uh, sexual relationship. Um. I will say that it, I have more interaction with Lindsay than, than Bill has interaction with Lindsay when the three of us are together. Uh, Bill and I definitely have a lot of, lot of uh, sexual contact. Um, with uh, Bill and Lindsay, they've, just, they've gone used to each other. They're, I wouldn't say that Bill was sexually attracted to Lindsay, but, they, but he's familiar with her, so it's not uncomfortable for her to have sex with his wife Mm -hmm. but he's gay i mean you refer to him as being gay so many times but he'll like he'll have sex with her is he maybe bisexual like you or is he more gay and that's the thing um bill always refers to himself as gay Lindsay and i we kind of think maybe he is bi it's honestly we don't really care right what does it matter right um but in terms of intimacy, um, Bill and Lindsay, they definitely do love each other. Mm-hmm. They, they are best friends. They do consider themselves soulmates. Um, but when it comes to sexual attraction, Lindsay does have a sexual attraction towards Bill. Bill, not so much with Lindsay, but they're, they're, the sex is really in Bill's mind more out of a duty as a husband more than... than a desire to have sex with his wife. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Do more like he's just honoring his ju- duty, like you said, as he, a like. Bill's, a... Yeah, Bill's very traditional. He 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 grew up in a very um, restrict um, environment with mm-hmm. certain roles and and expectations. A very um, old fashioned person, and that's just basically what he did. He, right. He's, he's because he's the husband he's supposed to do certain things mm-hmm. but um like i said the reason they they wanted to bring in a another by male was like i said to also fulfill bill's needs and to fulfill Lindsay's needs as well right and you were attracted to Lindsay, so you that's the, well that's why i asked what's going down in this threesome you're having sex with her you're having sex with him and they're also having sex, or is it more so you're when, satisfied when with them? It's usually it's it's mainly when the three of us are together, there is more um, three way connection. Um, not so when it comes to just Lindsay and Bill, that doesn't happen as much. In fact, it doesn't really happen that at, at all until once it's on their anniversary. Right, that anniversary sex <laughs> they have. Let me ask you this. Did you fall in love with the both of them at the same time? Or did you fall more for, you know, Bill and then fall for Lindsay? Because that's how you, you know, your attraction I, I went. Will, I will say I definitely fell in love with Bill first. Mm-hmm. Bill and I, we, had, we definitely had a lot more chemistry to start. Um, like I said, Bill really likes traditional roles. And whenever I'm with him, I'm very feminine around him. And I think he likes that. And and I like being feminine around him. So we get along a lot. Uh, we're, we, we are compatible sexually. He's, he's more of a top. I'm definitely a bottom. Uh, we, we enjoy a lot of the, uh, the experimentings that we did. Bill didn't really have a lot of experience as a gay man. He's had a few. And with me, he was able to, we were able to do a lot of experimenting. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you um, experiment with? Well, we've actually hired male escorts. We've had group sex. That's so. That's one one of the things we've we've um, experimented with, and we we've always enjoyed it. We've um, Bill Bill basically was able to be more in touch with his gay side that than he's had before. Right. Maybe he didn't feel as safe doing it. Not safe, but like he didn't have the balls by himself, but maybe you helped him because you were there too. Yes. To fulfill his fantasies. How many guys at a time would you guys hire? 
Well, so so that's also a thing. Um, we did hire one guy at first. Some of it, some of the issue was with Lindsay. Um, I want to at least explain a little bit about Lindsay first. Yeah. Um, so as I said before, Lindsay has PTSD from her rape experience. Yeah. So it also was really hard at first for Lindsay and I to be intimate or being sexual right away. But when we started um, spending a lot of time together, talking to each other, becoming really close friends, that's kind of when we started becoming very intimate with other and being very sexual. And when we started to bring a male escort, we kind of had to bring one person at first because for Lindsay, she does not want to be the center of attention. She prefers watching um, gay sex or us having sex. So if there's a lot of men around, she does not want to be surrounded by men. It, it kind of brings too much um, uh, memories back with her. Right. That makes sense. Uh-huh. So, so when we do bring a male escort, it's usually Bill and I who are basically having fun, having a lot of sex, and Lindsay just watching. And really, her participation is just with me when, at, that, at this point. Um, occasionally, Bill would, would, would um, have sex with her, but she never touches any of the, the male escorts we, we bring into our, into our bed. Right. Um, we only had, we only hired two guys to come. That was actually the most we've ever had. We never had this big orgy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just um, four men and, and, and one woman. That, that was really the most that, that we ever did. Right. So she's there and then you guys all fooled around the four of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go back to the movies? Did the movie kind? Did the movie scenario play out again? Because you, you know, no, <laughs> we never. They, they always, they, they thought that I actually planned that. I, I actually didn't. Um, it was just a, a spontaneous suggestion that I had. Something that I actually had did prior. I, I wasn't really planning that at all. But no, we never had a chance to do that again. Right. But you did plan it in that you didn't want to go to the movies with them to watch a movie. You wanted to go to the movies with them to hook up because you had hooked up with someone else in the movies and it was the broad daylight and you figured that's the best place to go. Cheaper than a hotel probably, right? Yeah. It it was just, we we were getting really, we were getting along really well. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a little electricity between the three of us. And I just thought, why waste that, that energy? And I just quickly suggested just popped into my mind and, and they said, yes, let's just do that. Right. So now when you would sleep, when you lived with them, right, you slept in the same, did you all sleep yes. in the bed together? Did you and yes. Bill sleep and Lindsay someplace else? No, we, we all slept in the same bed. It's uh, again, that's just Bill's traditional. That's what you're expected to do. Sleep in the same bed with your wife. Um, they, that's basically what we did. Um, uh, I did have my own room. I did have my own place for a private space for myself. But I, I every night I always go to them. I always sleep with them. Mm-hmm. And now, so you were ready to get together and get married, right? And exchange vows and all yes. that. And and what stopped that from happening? COVID is that what happened? And this he got this okay, job. So, so yeah, um, we were. It was during COVID. We were really talking about. Maybe making this a permanent thing. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get ten dollars off your first purchase with code Welcome Ten at Caskers dot com. But those plans changed at the beginning of the year. Um, Bill was heavily recruited for a job, and he took it because it was very important. And now they're living in the East Coast. Uh, unfortunately, I can't join them. So we're now are actually in a long distance relationship. Um, I FaceTime with Lindsay almost every day, um, a few times a week with uh, Bill, but 
that's basically where we're at right now. Um, just a long distance relationship. They were supposed to have come back um, this spring, but they had to cancel it. So their next plan of coming back will be at the end of summer. And it's just been really, it's just been really a lonely time for me just to be by myself in this house that, that we used to share. Right. Now, did they give you the house? Did they plan to come back? What's the deal with you being in the we, house and them being there? The, the job in the East Coast is not going to be permanent. It's they they gave them a place to live as part of their the job that Bill got. And I'm I'm just basically taking care of the house until they return. But when when are they going to return? Three years, three months? Um, Four years, maybe longer. I don't really know. Oh, okay. So what are you, what are your plans? Well, I did take a year off from school because of COVID and I haven't decided on if I'm going to go back to school this fall. Um, I probably will, but um, who knows? I I really haven't uh, had, I haven't really put much thought onto it. No, but as far as them, like, and as far as dating and your intimate, you know, relationships, like, you know, here it is, you were like in love with this couple, right? They moved. They might not be back for four years. You're still like living though in the house, right? So that must be weird and sad. Like, you know, something's like missing. Weird. I mean, it's like, you know, this place, this house is a place where you had this relationship, right? And now you're still like, there's someplace else, right? Someplace new. But you're like still in the place where everything used to be so different and now they're gone, but you're still in that house. You know, how are you coping and what are you looking for? I mean, are you waiting for them to come home and visit? Are you waiting four years for them to come back? The plan is for them to come back. It's just uh, been really hard because I do miss them a lot. Uh, but I I, I, just, I keep myself busy. There are things that I, I do uh, things that can keep me occupied. No, but I mean, are they supposed to come back and visit on, like, did you guys discuss anything? Like, oh, they'll come back on every weekend or once a month. I mean, how are you going to make it through four years of not, you know, being in the same place? Like, well, well it, as I, yeah, as I said, they, they were supposed to come back um, to visit uh, this spring, but they had to cancel. And they're trying to make arrangements for the end of the summer to come back for maybe like a month. Okay. So... So, yes, I know I, I would love for them to be able to to come back every weekend, but that's not going to happen. Right. But so you just plan on waiting for them to come back in four years. So for four years, you plan on just that's, waiting that's for them? That's something that Lindsay and I, we talk on the phone mm-hmm. every day yeah. about. Um, they did tell me if I wanted to. I could see somebody else, but I, I've made it very clear to them. I don't want to see anybody else. I just want to be with them. And they are also in the same feeling as me. And we, we just, we want to, we want to wait this thing out and see, see if this can happen again. But let me ask you a question. Why can't you, when you're done with school or I don't know, move closer to where they are? You don't have to move in with them, right? But can't you be in the area? So that's not long distance. I, I don't want to get into too detail about Bill's job, but it does involve uh, security clearance. So I, 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 it's for to keep Bill's identity safe. I it's best that I keep my distance. So you can't even be in the same town. I can't. So, all right, you don't have to tell me what uh, he does, though I'm dying to know. <laughs> um, so for whatever reason, like you can never move to them. They're only going to come back and visit every now and then. Have you, like, is you you want to remain faithful to them, right? You're still in love with them. Are you devastated that they left? I was. Uh, we were all devastated, but, but um, Bill had to answer, uh, he had to take this job, and and I wanted to support him on the on his decision, and Lizzie and I both wanted this as well. Does your family so, know anything about all of this? Lindsay's family? No, you. Your family. Um, it's only my mom. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't like her. <laughs> I, yes. Um, I are... don't talk to her much. Right. But she she does know about my relationship, not all the details, just that that. 
I'm a bisexual who is in a relationship with a man and a woman. That's all she knows. Right. Do you feel like maybe because you don't have any family that, you know, the fact that they said that they wanted somebody to be a part of their family. I mean, that was something that you said really stood out to you when you read that ad. Like not only did they want someone to come into their relationship, they wanted this person to be a part of their family. And, you know, did that, do you think that that was so appealing to you because you, you lack that in your life? That's definitely um, um, an, part of the reason maybe um, I grew up with only my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know who my dad is. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom is well, had me when she was very young. And she really wasn't um, there for me. She was kind of an absentee parent. Mm-hmm. So I, I basically grew up on my own and going through all the all the things that I had to discover on my own about who I am without my mom or without anybody really telling me yeah. or helping me out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Bill and Lindsay, I guess they they also had their issues about, for Bill, his sexuality with Lindsay and her issues with, with trauma and my issues of, of basically wanting to be close to a um to a family i mm-hmm. guess we all we all wanted this we all wanted something in each other right it all worked for all of you i mean that's why you were attracted to them that's what they were looking for because i would think that you know if i understand why they connected right especially because of how they met and everything but i also understand why they might have went looking for a third person because there, w- there is a slight disconnect there because, you know, he's more gay, right? And she's straight, but so they don't, you know, they're not really giving each other all of that, right? They're just having sex like once a year, whatever. So I would, I would, and he's, because you said he's claims to be, you know, he sort of says that he's gay. I would think that he would need a man in his life, right? That something would be missing just having Lindsay, right? And for Lindsay, something because she's heterosexual, something would be missing for her because she just has Bill. And that's why you coming in would be, you know exactly what they both yeah. needed or something more a little bit more again um so um bill did try to find he did try to find someone um before earlier but it never worked out for for a number of reasons one of them was um uh in bill's second tour in iraq um an id exploded and it had left left to, left of his body was burned, and Bill's been really sensitive about that. He's been very subconscious about other men seeing those scars, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't until I came into his life that he finally was more secure, or I guess you can say, finally more comfortable in his own skin. I, I remember when we we um, when we hired our first male escort. And he was having sex with them with a shirt on. It wasn't until a few times we when we hired other escorts that he was comfortable enough to actually take his shirt off. So I think there was definitely um, a lot of um, a lot of growth for him. At least coming to acceptance about his insecurities with his scars and him being a gay man. Right, right. So, but with you, was he that way? No, he 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 said that that he felt really comfortable with me. That that a lot of the things that he was afraid to do, he was very comfortable doing with me, and I was always comfortable being with him. We we just connected in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We were we were very compatible with one another, and if he had any desire to do something I was always gun cold for it I was always ready to to let's just try that let's just let's have some fun right but I mean was he in, in weirded out about taking his top off or anything like that with you no that's the thing um, um even when we first had sex um he, he did what he was a little bit nervous but when he took his shirt off, I assured him that he was still the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And that kind of eased him. And 
he's never had an issue since. Right. But with again with other men, it's been really difficult for him to to take his shirt off until unless I'm I'm there unless I'm there he's feels a little bit more comfortable. Right. Even though he was this really handsome guy, right? To you, you looked at him on from the outside looking in and you saw him as really hot, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you really looked up to them and really admired them and was really smitten with them straight I, from the I get-go, do. which probably was made them feel more made him feel more secure with you, right? I do. I do. Um I think I learned more about life from them than anything I could have learned in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know they, they always keep telling me, you know, school is important, but I really do think that that having them giving me a little bit of their guidance is also just as much of an education. But you are you're done with school now? I'm actually one more year away. Um, this the had it not been for um, what happened with this whole pandemic, I would have graduated. So hopefully, I can continue that this fall haven't decided yet right well and they're you're they're allowing you to just stay in their house indefinitely so you have a place right i mean that's pretty good for you you kind of locked out i mean as a young guy who you know it's a hard time to get out there and get a gig now with covid and everything and college is done so at least you have a free place to stay (laughs) yes um and again i I wouldn't i would never do this I, i wrote this in my email to them saying that that I would never freeload off of them. I'd always work. I always pay my own way, and I, I actually do. I have my I have my own job or means to take care of myself. So I, I, I'm not entirely dependent on them. This it just happens that that they want to share this with me. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, good luck with everything. I mean, this is like a fascinating story. I think it's a little sad that they moved away, but you seem okay with it now. I think, you know, I I wish if I was your mother, I know you don't have a close, but if like you were my son, you're a young guy, you know, I would hope that for you, because you have your whole life ahead of you that, you know, you might eventually look to move on and find maybe a new couple to be with somebody who you could have like a, a real relationship and uh, you know, a future, maybe children of your own and stuff moving forward in your life because you're, you know, you have so much ahead of you. You're super young and you know, whether it's, you know, waiting around for them or, you know, maybe you'll meet a guy that you really like or a, like another couple, you know, I would hope that eventually you get back out there. Well, again, that's what we definitely talked about. Yeah. Um, this past year we did what we, we can't beat around the bush the age difference between us um they they asked me if i still want to have children and i have i've kind of been really uh wishy-washy on that answer the truth is i i've made i've made my choice i want to be with them and however long that takes i don't i don't care right i i i'm in love with them and i don't want and i don't want to ever leave them and i think they, they feel the same way with me Mm-hmm. But they did kind of leave you. I mean, they lived like they're totally on another side of the country and you're not going to see them for four years. Yeah, I know. Um, it, it's hopefully um, it's just something that's just um, a, a bump in our relationship or um, something that, that we can, you know, we, we can learn from. Like, I don't know how to say this, but yeah, it, it's... I, I do miss them and I know they miss me, but it's just something that we're going to see if we can work through this. Right. So for you, it's okay just talking to her on the phone every day and seeing them once or twice a year. Yeah. It, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm still dealing with, but, but I'm, I'm going to work with it. I know there are a lot of people who've had long distance relationships and, and I guess I'm no different than, than them. Yeah, cool. Well, listen, I wish you, like I said, the best of luck. You never know what will happen. You. You're super young. You know, four years go for when you're young, I feel like four years seems like your fucking life. Okay. At my age, four years goes by in two seconds. For you, I think it's I don't know how you think four years you could just sit around waiting for them, but the fact that you're totally cool with it, that's great. You know? Um, and I wish you all the best because, you know, uh, 
who knows what's going to happen. But like I, I like I said, consider yourself lucky. You do have a free place to go. You have this couple. They'll probably always be in your life. But, you know, keep yourself open. You never know. You might meet somebody else while you're waiting. Sure. Let me know if you do. But thanks so much for calling in and sharing this story. It's super interesting. Well, thank you. I, I, and I, I hope this is, this went well because, like I said, I was really nervous in the beginning. Uh, I, I know I, I was rambling a lot and kept using um, saying the same words over and over again. So Basically, no, don't, don't worry. You actually didn't say it that much anymore, like towards the end. <laughs> don't worry. It was all good. Wait till you hear me edit it. It'll be perfect. Okay. I, I hope it turned out well because I, I was, uh, in my mind, I didn't think I did really well at all. No, you did. Wait till you hear it back. It's always 10 times more interesting when you hear your story and yourself, um, you know, listening to it back. Don't worry. It was great. Thank you so much for calling in and being so honest with everything. Okay. Oh, well, thank you very much. You too. Thanks, JD. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. All right, bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.